Welcome to Something for the Weekend with me, Cathy Griffiths. Me, Fiona Scott. Me, Alice Butcher. And me, Stephen Day. Good morning, hello, and good day to everybody. Um, before you can say that, I'm looking out the window and there's no snow. And I'm really disappointed because I thought we were going to have loads of snow. Sledge is ready. Wellies are at the door. And all I've got is rain. Um, Anyone else got any snow? No. <laughs> any weather gurus out there? No, there, no, no snow. There's snow in the mountains. It looks lovely. Yeah. If it could stay in the mountains, I'd be quite happy because I don't like driving in snow. Oh, well, you shouldn't be driving anywhere unless it's essential, yes, Stevie. Yes, but, but it um... is essential because I have to come to work, Cathy. <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot about that. However, it's the weekend, <laughs> so we're full of joy and frivolity. <laughs> I'm talking myself into it You here. really are. But <laughs> I want to go sledging. Can we go? Can we go socially distant sledging? I suppose we can't really because we're meant to stay at home. Could we do it in our own gardens and then amalgamate a wee bit of video and audio together? I was going to say it depends how lumpy your garden is, Stevie. Well, and also depends. You've got a good slope. Well, we, and we still need some snow to do this in. Well, we've got the whole weekend ahead of us, haven't we? So who knows? Who knows what we could get? Don't say anything else, Alice. Right? I'll do my intro and guess what I'm going to be doing this weekend now. Okay, so now that miserable January has been booted into touch, <gasps> I'm getting ready to scrum down on the sofa with Malcolm. For five <laughs> Lucky Malcolm! <laughs> Gosh, do, do for, we really have to guess what you're doing this weekend? <laughs> for five weeks I'm going to be doing this with Malcolm. Blimey. <laughs> on the sofa. So, so, yeah, can anybody guess what I'm going to be doing? I, I don't know if I should. <laughs> has to be some kind of rugby thing it is it is it's the start of the the wonderful six nations this is the start of my year because as you've heard before i absolutely hate january and all i look forward to is the start of the six nations and that's you know that's my year started so so it's great so this weekend it's starting uh with italy against france on saturday at 2am and then we get England v Scotland so we've got <gasps> a Calcutta Cup game first Come on Scotland um, that's, at, that's at quarter to five on Saturday and then we've got another local derby on Sunday with Wales v Ireland so just a, a cracking weekend of rugby, I cannot wait Can I just check with you there Fee you said 2am for the rugby <laughs> Where, where's this being played oh, we're, we're not playing in Australia sorry Stevie thank you for <laughs> just, that just checking 2pm <laughs> on uh, on Saturday afternoon so we've got from uh, basically 2pm till about 7 o'clock on Saturday as back to back rugby your weekend is sorted isn't it Fee? that's marvellous marvellous we might have some half time stovies or something oh and Malcolm's managed to get a bit of time off work, has he, for this? He has, he has, Good. yeah, yeah, yeah. Good, I'm glad to hear it. <laughs> so from a, a rugby pitch, is it a pitch for rugby? Yeah. call it a pitch? Oh, from yep, a rugby yep. pitch, I will now pitch, <laughs> I will now pitch uh, a new book, a new book of poems by Kenneth Stephen, who is a poet and an author who lives on seal. Now, lockdown is tough for almost everybody, but in lots of different ways, depending on, on who you are and where you are. Um, so I caught up with, uh, with Kenneth. Now, because of lockdown restrictions, he's missed out on doing the sort of literary festivals and events, and he's even missed out on having an official book launch. So, uh, 
So we'll do our little own uh, book launch of his new book called Out of the Ordinary. And uh, here's a little chat I had with him earlier this week. And of course, there's been a new book. Yes. Tell us yes, about that. Which, yeah, and, and, that, and there was no launch of that, Cathy. So, you know, Out of the Ordinary is a new collection of, I don't know, probably about 40, 50 of, of my recent, more recent poems, and some, and some digging back to the distant past with one of um, Christina, Christina, my partner's pictures, um, gracing the cover, which is rather wonderful, of, of a bluebell wood. Um, so yes, there was no there was no launch possible of of out of the ordinary, and I think that, I mean this is the first time I've ever done it in such a big way. I sent out talk about a round robin. I sent out messages to everybody I've ever met about or out of the ordinary, um, really waving a flag for it, advertising flagrantly, and I have been able to send away a wonderful lot of a wonderful lot of signed copies with little letters to people both known people and unknown and that has felt a real privilege because i realized that people were giving gifts of the book sometimes to folk who were lonely who were depressed who were on their own who were struggling who loved poetry or who didn't know poetry and that felt an enormous privilege just being able to write personal letters of, you know, little bits of light and hope coming into, because of course, one of the things that we still have and had was the mail. And, and that, that really felt, I think as an author, yes, it's been wonderful having the Garrett studio and the possibility of writing, but you also want to feel that you're part of a community and that you can do something uh, to make the darkness a little bit less without overstating it. And that has been really lovely, just sending out books with messages. Absolutely, Re reaching out and bringing a little bit of hope to, um, to everybody. Yes. Yeah, and, just a little bit. And also I understand, so you've been really busy during, the, during this lockdown because I also understand you've just, <laughs> you've just finished um, a commission. So what was that about? Yeah, half an hour ago. Half an hour um, ago, well, hot off the press. Yeah, literally. Um, well, I was in a nutshell, I was commissioned by uh, the Episcopal Church in Pitlochry and by the Pitlochry Festival Theatre, who run the um, first festival of the year, um, which is called Winter Words. Um, and I've worked with them on and off through the years. They commissioned, they have a five year project at the moment called Shades of Tay, it's called Shades of Tay. And as in the River Tay, and it's involving all manner of different creative practitioners to create things which are sculpted, as it were, in one way or another, out of the river, out of the story of the river. And I've lived in different bits, parts of the Tay, and I love the Tay dearly, and I've written many individual poems about it. So this was to write something that I myself called River Song, which is about the journey of the Tay from source to sea with different stories within it, my own stories and pieces of history, pieces of culture. It's a, a woven garment with many things. When will we be able to sort of hear or, or see that performed? Is there any plans for that as yet? Or is it all still in the, well, uh, in the think, mix? Yeah, I think that the sadness 
Kathy, is that, of course, they can't legislate for that. They can't know, so I will deliver it by the end of the month. But quite what happens, the hope was, it's interesting your question, the hope was that there would be performances as early as February, but of course, all of that has been swept away. So they have no idea when when it will be possible. Maybe there'll be a podcast. I've, that's one of the skills I've acquired through through this, through lockdown, is podcasting. So maybe there might be something with that. Um, I don't know. Let's, it's interesting and exciting to see, but at the moment, nothing can be planned, nothing is planned. I was going to ask, going back to Out of the Ordinary, would it be all right if I, have I got time to read you one poem from it? Well, I was going to ask you if you would, so there you go, that would be lovely. I'm kicking back and listening, go ahead. Thank you, thank you. I thought I would read um, one, a poem from actually, which was inspired by a place not far from here, not far from Seal. So it's a local poem. And it's about one of the Garvaloch Islands, which Christina and I had the privilege of visiting with a group from Seal and Ling uh, two years ago, two summers ago. And it is a tiny little island called Ilacha Neuve. And it's where St. Brendan settled in probably the fifth century. And it later more than likely became the retreat for St. Columba and visited by Bridget, visited by Brendan, all the great saints. So this is, this is a story remembering that, this is a poem remembering the story that I've just outlined of that Celtic Christian heritage. The Holy Isle. What was the point of going there except to be a part to leave behind the babble of the voices that could never know how many angels there were dancing on a pin. This was beyond, a place where silence spoke, a few fields scattered in between the rocks, a well of water for the quenching of their thirst, and beehive cells for shelter come the dark. These were the simple things that made their lives. What mattered more was breaking through from out of solitude and quiet, now and then, into somewhere else, a realm where they could know the voice of God that took them from the ordinary into a deeper light and out of time. Oh, I feel all relaxed now. <laughs> you know, I went, I've been to a couple of Kenneth's um, readings and his voice, it just sort of lulls you. It's just like, it's a lullaby. It's just beautiful. So, uh, yeah, we forget, don't we? You know, when we're, when we're older, we re might read stories to younger people or we remember being read to ourselves. But when you get to be an adult, you don't really have that many people reading to you. So, um, yeah, so I hope you all enjoyed that. We're getting very cult cultured here, aren't we? We are. I quite like, you talk about... Um, as you get older, people don't read to you. I'm quite a big fan of audiobooks. Yeah, me too. Ah, yeah. They're quite, uh, they're quite good. I, I read, um, well, I didn't, I listened to the autobiography of uh, Richard E. Grant, the actor. Uh, and he's got a really nice voice, a nice reading voice. Um, do you he's, he's, do you guys remember Jack and Ori from when we were younger? Oh, oh yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. Uh, did it. you have your favourites like Bernard Cribbins and and Kenneth Kenneth Williams? Yep. Yeah. You know yep. some people that 
you still, when you hear these stories, you still hear the, those voices. Do you know Bernard Cribbins was was and is maybe still doing the the modern version of Jack and Ori CBB's bedtime hour where they do their bedtime story. He was still oh, he was I'm still. I'm gonna watch it. <laughs> so am I. I think he's a great great reader. Yeah, his his voice is just fantastic. I mean, I remember him from Jack and Ori and the Wombles. I love the Wombles. <laughs> <laughs> and and Doctor Who, but I don't mention that defeat. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> oh, you had to get it in. <laughs> Kathy, talking of talking yeah. of talking of age and getting older, I've got a note here not to mention Zumba for seniors. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Only because, but because the weather was been so miserable recently, I was getting worried that I wasn't doing enough exercise. So my daughter said, "Mum, you know we can do this thing where you." go onto some magic channel thing. It might be something to do with kind of Netflix or something. Anyway, one of these weird and wonderful things that you can do. And you can bring these people onto your screen, onto your telly, into your lounge. And it was a woman from America doing golden, Zumba for golden years or something. She was called Pat, very nice lady. <laughs> and she was putting us through our like Zumba steps, but I think it was at a, at a, a reduced pace, but it was quite good, you know? So yeah, well, anyway. Tell, tell me. What are golden years then? Come on. I think, I think it might be our age for you. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, like five and then a bit of a zero. You are. <laughs> hey, V, you are. <laughs> I'm just presuming. Just presuming that. But that, yeah, do you know what? But that kind of exercise, yeah, it was good. It was good. Yeah, I'm not going to say I'm going to be on Strictly anytime soon, but it was good fun. It was good fun. And you know what? For moving around, you do feel better. You know, if you've been sat at your desk all day or not been out and had some fresh air and you can't go out for various reasons, just to move around or put the radio on, have a bit of a have a disco, uh, a kitchen disco or something. It does make you feel better. There you are. If you're stuck for something to do over the weekend between rugby or whatever you're doing. Yeah, <laughs> have a bit of a jig. Why not? Well, I'll tell you what, if we're speaking Zumba for the golden era, then I've got the perfect tune coming up to do this to, because I can just imagine doing uh, doing a wee bit music and movement to to this song. It's Fally Fally Ora, and it was performed at the this year's Celtic Connections online, which is which is now finished. But it's the twenty twenty one big band with guest singers so i'll try and get these all right we've got caitlin smith james graham callum alex mcmillan manny mclennan misha mcpherson and ailey cormack so this song was written by the melbus bard himself murdo mcfarlane and marks 100 years since his birth uh, murdo had a big influence on the gaelic scene and really changed the way that gaelic song was performed um it started the mahogany band in the 1960s and they were one of the first bands to put guitar and other instrumentation to to gaelic song so fally fally oro was written about members of his family uh immigrating to canada so there's a nice wee line uh in this if you speak uh gaelic about having a kelly on the prairie Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> well we have a wee listen Definitely. Fali, 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 oro, fali, 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 oro, fali, 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 oro, skiar and 
chilled out morning we're having so far. We've got <laughs> Kenneth's poetry and we've got Fally Fally Oro, so. That was just stunning, absolutely stunning. 
the voices are amazing. So, so yeah, well done, Kelly Connections this year, and hopefully they'll be back next year live, and we can go and see some of it. Oh, fingers crossed! Surely, where, surely. Where can people get that from, Fiona, or where can they see it or listen to it again? It it was on. You can go through any of the uh, Kelly Connections media channels, their Facebook and. Um, Twitter and the yeah. website as well so, so they'll have bits and pieces up there I don't know how long they're going to run you know there was so much in it and I don't know how long they're going to run for uh, until they take them off but have a look because there was so much great stuff in there what people probably couldn't see but definitely couldn't see because this is audio is that uh, Kathy was busy doing some kind of exercise to it and so was Fee and so was I but Ellis seemed to be unaware. I think he was maybe looking at something else and not the windows. Oh, I was going to say the the golden get the golden girls were doing some. Uh... <laughs> it was just our pace as well, wasn't it? Nice and easy. breathe. <laughs> it was beautiful. I really, really enjoyed that. Yeah, me too. Talking of enjoyment, oh, I do like my food. Uh, <laughs> which brings me on to the Scottish word of the week. Swadging. Swadging. What do we think swadging could mean? Now, I've got to be honest here. I didn't know? know this one. I had no I idea. I didn't know this one. Really? No. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you got us. <laughs> Stevie, any idea? I had no idea. I had to. I had to go to Google to look at this, and even even once I'd been to Google, I'm still thinking I've never heard of this. I thought, I thought, has Kathy been busy on the internet making up a word and making up web pages <laughs> to deceive us? No, That's what I I've thought. Been doing my research, doing my research. So swadging, swadging. It means like you've you've been sat at the table. You've had your fill, but actually, you might just find room for a little bit more. There you go. Always you, want more. <laughs> does that mean you're not quite as baggy as last week's one? Then? Oh, that's <laughs> it. If you're swatching, you're no baggy. <laughs> And with that thought, uh, that's all we have time for this week. As always, we love hearing from you. So get in touch with your news, comments, photos, or even just to say hello by emailing us on somethingfortheweekend at opentimes.co.uk or contact us through the Open Times Facebook or Instagram. You can read our stories online at www.opentimes.co.uk and you can subscribe to our page, Turning Digital Edition, there as well. So, goodbye from me, Cathy Griffiths. Bye from me, Fiona Scott. Goodbye from me, Alice Butcher. And goodbye from me, Stephen Day. Bye. Bye. Bye.